We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigger. It's a pleasure to have you along. Should be a fun weekend this weekend. The Max Sunbelt Challenge Game 2 will be here tomorrow night. The men will take on Akron at home then Sunday. Both games on national TV Sunday on CBS Sports Network and on the JMU Radio Network. It'll be the JMU women taking on Ball State in Muncie, Indiana at 2 o'clock. Let's talk about that women's game with Neil Harrow, assistant coach for the Dukes. Hi, Coach. How are you? Doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on as always. And it's, it's. I guess let's start before we we get into this weekend. Let's start with Wednesday. You played South Alabama, a team that has struggled this year, but very capable. And they showed that they played with you. You guys came back home after the big win against Marshall, but uh, found a way. And that's the biggest thing. You played really well down the stretch. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I was proud of us for finding a way, but also like want to give credit to South Alabama. I know Yulisha well. Um, and she's just doing a great job in obviously the early stages of, of their sort of turnaround. Uh, and she's doing a great job. She really is. So credit, credit to them for scrapping and fighting and competing uh, and, and being right there with us for, for a long time until we pulled away. But uh, impressed, with our, impressed with them, uh, but proud of our team for, for finding a way. What was key down the stretch for you guys to, to pull away and get the win? I thought a few things. I thought that the whole energy, uh, urgency, we, we, we use that word a lot as urgency. Uh, I thought the urgency really increased. Um, we, we rebounded down the stretch like, like the season was on the line. And in <laughs> a way it was, you know, in a way, in a way it was, um, cause the implications of a game like that, really any game here down the stretch, but, but especially that game, um, the huge implications in, um, in that game. So, um, we just rebounded in a way that was really, really urgent. Uh, I thought our defense, starting with Olivia Mullins, I, I thought she at the top of the defense, obviously up at the three-point line. I thought she was excellent um, in, in that fourth, in that fourth quarter. Um, so yeah, d- defense, uh, rebounding, and then when you do those two things at a high level, the offense tends to take care of itself because you're you're maybe getting steals and getting run outs. You're maybe getting um, energy plays. If you're rebounding the offensive end, you're getting easy putbacks. Uh, and that, that's what I saw in the last sort of five minutes, five to eight minutes of that game. The I, I, We were able to talk to Ashanti earlier this week and, and Jamia, and they both kind of, <laughs> they, they were looking back at last week and they were just kind of laughing like, man, if we just, if we're just focused and ready to go all the time, we can be a really good basketball team. And obviously the loss to Georgia State last week, um, there, was, there wasn't some of that urgency that you're talking about, that they were talking about earlier. And, and they're just like, it's February now. We've got to have that urgency. Do, do you get a sense of that with this team a little bit now? Yeah, for sure. And, and I think there's eight teams in the conference saying that, right? Eight, there's, there's probably, you know, there's more than one team that's good enough to to, to be top two in this conference. You know, there's, there's more than two teams, right? I think, I think there's probably several teams saying if we could just be consistent, max effort, um, urgent, you know, all these things, do what we do and do it well. Uh, and, and what separates number one and two from six and seven is actually doing it. You know, so the human nature side of it is it's really hard. And I actually spoke share a story with you. I spoke to my mom the other day that she works in a hospital and, uh, and I told her like, yeah, that, that's the key to being really good. And I've been part of championship teams and I've been part of a couple of teams that didn't win. And it's, that's the only difference it is the ability to, to do it all the time. Um, and I was talking to my mom and I said, look, when you have, 
when you have a meeting with the big boss, the boss boss, like you, you, you're there early, you may be dressed up, you may be uh, review your notes, you, you do all these things on your best behavior. But when you're meeting with uh, your coworkers or, you know, somebody else, it's like human nature is you're maybe not reviewing your notes, you're maybe not as early as you would have been for, for the big, big boss. So like, yes, it, it's easier to get up for Marshall. And this is no disrespect to anybody in eighth or ninth place, but like, it's easy to get up for Marshall at, at Marshall, right? Because you know it's a huge game. But going to Georgia State is naturally not quite as exciting, even though the coaching staff and the players, we know how big the game is. But human nature, it just it's just not the same. So the ability to take that game and the game versus South Alabama at home and the game um, when we, you know, the, those those non-first place games, right. the ability to get up for them like you would for getting up for a Marshall game is what makes you a championship contender. And if you can't do that, then, then you know, it's, it becomes really, really hard. So, so yeah, it's just, it, we're, we're all guilty of it, but to be a champion, you have to be special. You have to be different from the norm. And I think that's what we're trying to get across to our team. And, and they, I think they're starting to see it. They're starting to see it, I think. We're talking to Neil Harrow again, assistant women's basketball coach. They get set to play at Ball State Sunday in the Max Sunbelt Challenge, 2 o'clock on the JMU Radio Network. And, you know, I, I asked Coach earlier this week, um, uh, talking about Olivia Mullins, and you brought her up and just her defensive intensity. And, and she came off the bench for the first time um, this year on Saturday at Marshall, but really played a big part in that win. She, as you mentioned, you brought her up uh, in the win over South Alabama. You know, sometimes as assistant coach, you, you get to – <laughs> it's different than the head coach when you deal with some of the players and, and, and you get to, to maybe even see a little bit more. But what a great kid she is to be able to handle all that with class. And sure, she wants to start, but she knows she's still going to play and to still impact the game despite not starting. That says a lot about her, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, it, and it's, it, it's like whether you start or not, you, everybody has a really important role to play. Right. And you could be starting or non, not starting for a variety of reasons. And it could be about you or it could be not about you. It could be a rhythm thing. It could be a, it could be anything. So just understanding that just buying in and trusting what we're doing. And, um, you know, she, she maybe played more minutes at Marshall than she's played in several games that she has started. So it's all about how you respond to these things and staying ready and coming at it with maturity and, and the right approach. And I thought, uh, starting with the Marshall game, I really thought she did. Um, because, we, yeah, we, 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 need, we need her. <laughs> and, and I think she knows that. And, yeah, I thought she was really, really good um, at Marshall. And like I said, he, coming back um, in, in, the, in the second half of the Georgia State game, I thought, I thought eh, sorry, South Alabama game, I thought she was really, really good. So, yeah, and she's played a lot of basketball. Uh, she, she, she understands how she can help and what it takes. Um, she's obviously been part of good teams. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of how she responded to that. We're talking to Neil Harrow, assistant coach for the Jamie women's basketball team as they play at Ball State on Sunday. And talk about Heaven a little bit, too. She's starting to come into her own, it seems like. Heaven Bristow, again, she missed the first 10 games because of the transfer and everything and then became eligible. Is she becoming more consistent? She scored in double figures now in five of the last six, a couple of uh, 10 rebound games, a couple of eight rebound games. Are, are you seeing a different player right now than when she first got back? Um, I, 
yeah, different in in the stat line, but um, not not a surprise. I thought she was taking the right shot when she first got eligible. They they just weren't. Uh, she was just wanted it too bad. I think. I think she was pressing a little bit, but they were still the right shots. They were still the right plays. The ball just wasn't falling. But when you when you kind of have some confidence and a little, a little bit of rhythm, um, the ball just seems to roll differently. I don't think there's much different that we're doing. Um, I think she's just playing with, a, like, her shoulders are, are back now rather than all tensed up. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I'm really, I like I like where she's going. I, I think there's still, like, another level to it, um, not only in production but consistency. I, I think she's on the rise but not, not arrived yet. Uh, her and I spoke the other, the other day, every day, really. She's, uh, she's in my office a lot, so we're real <laughs> close, but... Um, so she, you know, we talk about like, you don't, don't play two minutes at a, at a D and then two minutes at an A minus and then two minutes at a C and then two minutes at a B plus. Like, can we just, can you just be a B plus the whole time? That's the goal. Like nobody needs you to be perfect. And the style of play that she has, she's not going to be, she, she makes things happen. And, and a lot of how she plays depends on the whistle that she gets Um like, because she's going to create a lot of contact. She's going to be flying through the lane. She's going to be skying high to rebound. And, and whether it's a charge or a, or a block or whether it's this, so it's not going to be perfect. But I like her. I think she's getting used to playing extended minutes, which, you know, in her career, she's not averaged this amount of minutes before. So that's been an adjustment. Um, big thing for her is pushing through fatigue. Like, for when you think you need a sub, yeah, I need two more plays two more positive plays uh, because yeah, you can let us know you need one, but until the whistle goes and it's a dead ball, I can't get you out. So like when you, when you're tired and you need one, can we have like two positive possessions? And I think she's starting to get there. Whereas it used to be maybe eight weeks ago or six weeks ago, it was like, when she was needed one. <laughs> she needed over. one. <laughs> uh, so there, there's definitely growth. There's definitely improvements. And, and she's, she's really, really talented. As you, yeah. as you can clearly see. So I think as she continues to improve, um, we, we will continue to improve. We're talking to Neil Harrow, an assistant women's basketball coach. As Jamie gets set to play Ball State on, on Sunday. And I want to ask you about playing now this Max Sunbelt Challenge. Again, you played the game earlier and, and unfortunately fell to Toledo, but now you go on the road here in February. Um, it, it's it's kind of strange to have a, a, a non-conference game in February on the road, but do you like how they've set this up where they schedule a game early and late and it's, it's, they, they pick your opponent late on kind of how you're doing in the net and everything? Do you mm-hmm. like this Max Sunbelt Challenge? Dave, I don't know if I'm supposed to be uh, – <laughs> uh, I, d- I don't know if you want my professional answer here or my uh, – I want your honest, honest answer. answer. <laughs> <laughs> I like this – I like the Mac Challenge. I like – the uh, I like the idea, I like the concept, I like the, the selection of conference that we that they chose. I part of me wonders if we could do a December tournament. This is my idea. This is my okay. wild and wonderful idea. Can we do a December tournament where it's a neutral venue and we play two teams? Like I don't know. Let's all go to Nashville and play play Toledo and Ball State in the same week in in Nashville. Um. Or let's go to the beach. Let's go to Tampa. <laughs> let's go to Jacksonville or, or Miami or something. There you go. But no, like I, I want to. Can, can, can we do that? And it's like it's at one time the travel is reduced for both teams because you you know you're mm-hmm. it, it's kind of easier. Uh, the timing the timing would be interesting because you know right right now 
you know, part of me thinks it's a nice breath of fresh air to look at a different team right now. But obviously, part of me thinks, like, you're so locked into conference um, that a Sunday trip to Muncie is, you know, it's interesting. Um, but I do, overall, I like it. I just wonder if it will, the the the, um, the logistics will stay like this. Right. Um, but you know what? They don't. I'm not. I'm not that decision maker. Probably for a reason. <laughs> so I think everybody. If you ask everybody in the conference, they'll have their idea of how much they like it and how it should go. I do like it. I really. I think it's it's two really quality teams yeah, that we're sure. going to be playing. Really high. Like really quality. I think both. In fact, this is interesting. I don't know what Toledo's net ranking is right now, but like maybe Ball State and Toledo both have higher net rankings than the highest team in the Sun Belt right now. So in a way, yeah, they're, they're, they're enabling us to play the two of the better net games of the year. Um, so that, that, that's obviously a good thing. Um, so yeah, I, I like it. I'm, I'm intrigued to see if they'll change the, the, uh, the logistics of it. But yeah, you know what? Okay. It's fine the way it is. I'm just... That December tournament's interesting to me, though. Yeah, that'd be fun. I I, I agree with you on that. We're talking to Neil Harrow, assistant women's basketball coach at JMU. They play at Ball State. And I, I'm kind of hearing the same thing, that, that this is the test year. It, it is what it is. Let's get through it and then maybe make some adjustments as we move forward. But we'll kind of see what those adjustments are. But I, I do like you get some really really quality games. And you're playing a really quality opponent. They, they did lose on Wednesday for the first time in league playing overtime at Northern Illinois. But their previous two losses had been to Notre Dame and UConn. But they are 20-3, and 10-1 on the back. This is a really good team, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> really good. Uh, really, really good. And and well coached and and mature and poised and they don't make a lot of mistakes and they don't beat themselves and they they um they're good they're really good they 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 have the rotation really clear and set and you can tell they played together for a while and and the scary thing is they they have they all have another year together uh, their whole their their entire starting five are all juniors so uh, not only are they excellent right now but they have a chance if they stay together they 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 could be really really good next year but um, I'm not worried about them next year. I'm worried about them right now. But they're they're really good. I, 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 they play they play a really like I said, really steady, solid. Uh, don't make a lot of mistakes. So it's, it's going to be a great test for us. What stands out when you see them on film? Because again, they don't have a kid that's averaging 25 or something like that. It's a very balanced basketball team. Uh, kind of seems workmanlike when you just look in the box scores and look at the numbers. Right now, they play good defense. They don't turn it over. As you mentioned, just a solid team. Yeah, and there's some Toledo similarities, I would say, um, just in the way that they, they have multiple kids that contribute. Um, and again, similar to Toledo, they, 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 they just don't make a lot of mistakes. Um, I would say what's interesting to me about them is their defense is, like if you didn't know them and you just guessed, you wouldn't guess that they were a, a press, a full-court press run and jump team. Uh, they, they play the same full-court defense as Marshall plays which uh, you wouldn't necessarily expect. But not only do they do that, but they're really good at it. Uh, they force a lot of turnovers. They take you, they disrupt you on the defensive end. And then when they get back in the half court, it, it's, it's less, maybe less aggressive. They disrupt you, but it's less aggressive and more like disciplined. Like they're a really big help team. They're going to make, uh, they're going to make you make the fourth, fifth and sixth pass. Like you're not just going to run down the floor come off a quick ball screen and score. Or you're not just going to run down the floor, throw it in the post and score. They're, they're going to make you go to the fourth or fifth action 
Um, so they, they, they really, <laughs> that's two very contrasting things they right. do on the defensive end. They'll, they'll press you, and then they'll be really, really solid at the back. A lot of teams that press aren't great in the half court, um, but they, they, they do both, which is quite impressive. It's quite rare. Um, I would say that stands out to me. And then on the offensive end, they just they know their role. They they do their each one of them does their job really really well. Um, you, you you can you can you start with uh with Isla Hampton. She 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 disrupts in the defensive end, and then the offensive end, she's really pushing the ball, trying to get in the paint. And then Becky, their other their other guard, is a elite shooter um, and can create her own shot, shoot behind the ball screen, um, create in different ways. Really underrated handles, I think. And then they've got one of the best three-point shooters in the country, yeah. in, in Bischoff. You know, one of the, I mean, she's 45 percent on the year, uh, if I'm remembering. Yeah, correctly. she is forty-five, and she's made sixty-six threes this year. Yeah, which is like it's <laughs> a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of threes. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, so, and then their post player, both post players, really, really solid. They both finish inside. They're not scared of contact. Um, they, they, they're just kind of. And then off the bench, they've got they've got really quality players off the bench, but. Just seem to really know the role and and do it well. Um, play under control. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great test for us. But uh, I think if we do if we can do what we do really well, um, you know we're we're a tough matchup for them too. I was gonna say because the way you rebound the ball, what you can do inside. If you have that same urgency you had late in the game, uh, the entire game against Marshall, late in the game against South Alabama, it's probably something they really haven't seen. Yeah, ho- hopefully I, I, and. And not had a lot of familiarity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have we don't have a lot of um, uh, opponents in common, you know. Uh, and we don't have, you know, they haven't probably been wa- probably haven't been watching us for two months. Right? They're going <laughs> right. to watch. They're, they're focused on the MAC. They got a really good chance to win the MAC, and then right. all of a sudden, just like us, they're going to spend a week watching us. Um, so, yeah, they'll pick up tendencies and, and, and what we want to do, but you're not picking up the app, the, the total ins and outs of everything that we're doing. So, uh, yeah, I think that going back to what we started the, the, the interview with was like, if we can be consistent and get contributions from multiple players, just again, nothing, we don't need a plus from everybody. We just, if we can get, do what you do at a, at a high level, that'll be enough. And that'll be enough every game for the rest of the year. You know, so it, we we're going to need multiple contributions. So, so hopefully we get it, and I think we will. Be a great challenge, but also a great opportunity coming up Sunday at Ball State against a really good basketball team. So two o'clock is that tip off in Muncie, Indiana, against on national TV, but also on the Jamie Radio Network as well. Coach, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it as always, and we'll catch up again soon. But good luck on Sunday. Thanks. Uh, oh, we're excited. Like you said, on on TV, really, really excited. I hope people. People find uh, find some time to tune in, and uh, yeah, I'm excited not only for this weekend but for for the rest of the season. Yeah, no question. Thank you, Coach. Thank you.